This is your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, and you're now turning up the heat right here on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Everybody, welcome to our exclusive Patreon-only series, Flaming Hot Topic. Uh, this is the Big Gold Belt Podcast, and well, we got something to talk about, and it's not going to be too spicy because uh, I feel like because it's business-centric, it's really no reason, and because it's kind of has uh, an opening and a closing to this story, uh, won't be too much speculation, but it's definitely worth noteworthy for us to discuss. Uh, but this is the whole crew tonight. And we're going to kind of be talking about for our uh, subject to be put on that grill as it states the Marriott voice, the huge cancellation bill against WrestleCon. So uh, before we get started, everybody, how you doing tonight? Good. 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 What's up? So, so, so quickly and, 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 you know, like I said, thank you again for subscribing to our Patreon page or you get all the exclusive content um, and more. And as I, as I emphasize enough, helps us keep our lights on and continue to put out uh, content for you guys. Uh, but the topic that we're talking about, again, is WrestleCon. Now, if you guys have no clue what WrestleCon is, I, I kind of want to be really specific about this, too, because this kind of gets under my skin just a little bit. But WrestleCon is a big meet and greet. And the reason why it's a big meet and greet is because um, I feel it doesn't it doesn't hold the same caliber as cons do when you attach that con word to the back of it. But nonetheless, it is it's wrestling form of of their con where or convention, short for convention. Well, as it states, Russell Con convention. So I, mm. I don't think that works, but we'll, we'll I digress. Um, this is an opportunity for you to meet your favorite wrestler on any promotion, more or less, except for maybe WWE, but WWE Legends, Hall of Famers, people from Impact. Uh, and, and, and and all independent shows, they all get together um, in a big conference room, more or less, and they uh, are available for meet and greets, uh, photo ops, and I think they even do a little bit of uh, they do a little bit of uh, interview, and they everything has a price tag to it, um, and it's strictly for fans. It's not really catered around uh, media or press or any of that sort. It's strictly for uh, fans to be able to interact with their fan, uh, their favorites in person uh, for a special opportunity, typically handled around uh, WrestleMania season during WrestleMania week. I don't know if they've had, had it any other times, but um, I know that each and every time that there's a WrestleMania, um, they have something in a vicinity uh, where they are hosting that. So that's kind of the background to it. Did I miss anything that's important to that? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. So, question is why are we talking about that because that seems like a cool thing everything going on and it is cool nonetheless um if that's your thing if you want to make sure you can beat people and you don't want to go to wwe access this is your alternative for the indies and other thing uh but they were having um you know they were having a friday admission 
uh, which is going to be thirty six dollars. Then we're going to have a Sunday brunch, which could, which includes a, a mania uh, a pre party, uh, which was eighty nine dollars. So uh, nice little price tag, and it looks like they were going to do really really well. But because of everything with the COVID nineteen. Um, WrestleMania and all the events around it has kind of been on hold and standby because no one knows if WWE and Vince are going to pull from WrestleMania 36 uh, from happening in Tampa or they're going to go forward with it or they're going to ultimately postpone it. Uh, but nonetheless, as we found out on Monday, that uh, they will be sort of downsizing from going from the Raymond James Stadium to the Performance Center and holding WrestleMania in a two-night event. Thus, now every promotion um, has canceled or trying to cancel, shall I say, and uh, recoup their losses and, and, and move forward with whatever is next for them. So, Jamal, what was your initial thoughts on this? Because I, apparently you, 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 you have your remarks about Marriott as far as how this happened. And by the way, I forgot to even mention, too. Yeah, yes, this was going to happen at, uh, at the... Well, I'm confused. It's going to happen, huh? It's going to happen at the Crown Plaza, right? The Marriott West Shore. Oh, oh, god. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I know where that is. That's right near the airport in Tampa. But yeah. the idea is, um, yeah, if you've been to any convention at all, this is just a one for wrestling. And I think that under unprecedented circumstances, and in full disclosure, I'm going through a similar thing right now. I was legit on the phone with Malaysia Airlines two hours ago in Malaysia trying to get money back for my tickets. I'm supposed to be in Malaysia right now on vacation. That is obviously not the case. But Malaysia said that, no, these are the terms that you booked your ticket. This is what we can do for you. And none of those things include giving me my $1,000 back for airline tickets. So I, I get it. I understand the business, business, business part of it. And you did sign an agreement, and you signed, you know, something Murray, I was quoting their impossibility clause that absolves them from when the mole people come out of the ground and when an asteroid hits the earth and, <laughs> and all these other impossible things from happening. However, there is a moral compass that a business needs to have because the same thing that I'm dealing with with Malaysia Airlines, I may lose from you now. But I'll never do business with you again because this is just a show of good faith to your customer base good that point. you could, you know, that you can eat, you know, X number of the cost. And they they stuck Mark Westacon with a bill of one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars and said, "Hey, you signed up. We're not going to give you your money back. And in fact, you owe us for cancellations. And this is what you owe us. And and that's that's just that's honestly a dick move." You know, and it's not because Marriott has more money than the independent wrestling, uh, you know, promotion or, you know, uh, company. It's just because as a show of good faith and good business to someone that's dealt with you, everyone is losing right now. And we are, as of right now, on tobogganing towards a great depression. So it's, it seems to be petty of, of, of Marriott to just say, well, we still need to recoup some of our ducats because everybody's taking a hit, you know, the money really is irrelevant. Marriott will make more money. It's just that this is more of a matter of a principle for me. And I think the principle stinks that they're choosing, uh, you know, good business uh, practices and good customer loyalty over um, money. 
So, screw Marriott. I'm a Hilton guy. no especially given these circumstances where you know they're trying to to defend themselves with the idea that you know we're we're prepared to still honor your reservations and you know all that like this has nothing to do with any of that we're prepared to be your hotel of choice and honor your guests and all this and it's like everything surrounding this event is dependent essentially on the huge event that it's running on the shoulders of. And once all that fell apart due to this whole, you know, outbreak, that's no one's fault. You know, it, it, this is the true definition of act of God, where it's just, whether it's weather, whether it's a virus outbreak, this is something that is not beyond anyone's control. So you gotta cut folks a break in this situation. Every single wrestling company that was gonna run Tampa is all, you know, on the short end of the stick here. And we're going to get through this. There's going to be more WrestleManias down the road. There's going to be more stuff like this. And regardless of it being in another city, you're going to want that business when it comes time for next year, it's L.A. Or the year after mm-hmm. that, if it's Las Vegas. Marriott's going to be looking for that. So it's like, you burn that bridge now, you're cutting things off for down the road because you know darn well Vince will come back and there will be another WrestleMania. This ain't the end of the road here. So it's a real short-sighted way of doing things on the part of Marriott. And maybe it's just part of, you know, the, the panic of, oh my God, we, we we had this huge weekend booked out and, you know, hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of dollars we were going to make and now we're not going to get any of it and we got to hold them to 80% of their bill and get this $114,000 out of them. And it's like, this isn't WWE you're raking over the coals. It's a mom and pop operation. You know, the guys running WrestleCon is part of a high spots and the days leading up to this, as they were telling about, you know what it means for a company of this size to have to cancel a WrestleMania weekend event. Like they made no bones about it. They're like, if this falls through and I'm held to these bills, I got to sell my house. I'm going to literally lose the roof over my head over this going south this isn't you know a deal where like these companies can afford the insurance for this kind of cancellation there's literally everything riding on a weekend like this and it's not marriott you know fighting with another corporation it's marriott fighting with a mom and pop shop and it's just you got to keep that kind of stuff in mind here's my thing about this and i'll let everybody get a chance I think there's a lot, so much assumption on the fact that both parties handled this contract correctly. And I think if Russell Khan was sitting there like, well, we're in it as long as WWE is in it, but obviously they have no connection to WWE. So they're out here shooting in the dark with their fingers crossed, trying to stay in it as long as they can, hoping that potentially that things continue to go their way in favor of them being able to run the show, making the money they have to make. Marriott, on the other hand, is like, I don't give a hell. You got to sign this contract. If you get past this point of no return, then we collect. And I don't know if there's deposits involved. You know, I don't know if there's, you know, insurance clauses as far as, you know, natural disasters or acts of God that they may have said, we don't want that waiver. Then what, what, what is Marriott supposed to say? Oh, well, you didn't sign that. Same thing you were in a car. You got that. You driving in the car. You hit a pothole that was in the middle of the road. Enterprise don't give a hell. <laughs> Enterprise like you should have signed that 
that damage waiver, but you didn't. So therefore, you have to suffer the losses by going through your insurance or whatever it may be. So that that was the thing that I looked at. It's just like I see Russell Kong saying like, "Well, we're in it, we're in it, we're in it." Oh, WWE's not in. It. Oh, we're not in it. Oh, Marriott. Hey, uh, we 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 were trying to cancel Marriott. I was like, um, I'm sorry. So they yeah, went the, online. Yeah, the, the difference though. I mean, there's a difference between not shining, not uh, opting in for all the insurance. And I can say as someone that has spent, you know, a num- a lot of money on flights that, well, how could you just didn't get travel insurance? Well, the difference between non-travelers insurance and travel insurance is a thousand dollars. Right. And I, and I, and also I have every intention to be in this place yep. and be on the plane, except yep. for the fact that the government of Malaysia legit said, we're not letting foreigners in. You can't come. Right. But see, now, that, that, now, and I feel I, like I, that's a bigger liability, and and the airlines are aware of it as well as well as you being aware of it. So that the conversation with you and the airlines, you guys should be on the same page. And you're, you're you're and you're what you're saying is that it didn't happen that way. Right. So so the difference between so I think what a similar thing uh, is because this is an act of God or an act of nature. That that's one thing. And I think that the, and it's and it's very different because it's so unprecedented. It's not like the good people at High Spots or whoever the parent company is said, we're going to put, um, we're going to do a show with, with WrestleMania because that's where WrestleMania is going to be. Okay, fine. Well, what about hurricane, flood, fire, alligator insurance? And they turned that down because that's something that can happen in Florida. A wild boar can crash your, run through your back porch in Florida. Alligators do walk the streets <laughs> really? in Florida. And hurricanes, oh yeah, wild boars are a problem in northern Florida. Um, and, but hurricanes do creep up on Florida, maybe not this early in the year, but it's definitely a thing that can happen. So if yeah. SummerSlam in Tampa, and you don't have hurricane insurance, use a damn fool, because that's a thing that can happen in all this. Yeah, and, and, and you know what, though? It's pandemic. But, but see, that's the thing, though. Like, if you're going to run something and you're talking about this much money involved, you need to cross all your boxes. And you're entirely right. And that's why when that hurricane came through Florida... That's why there's still businesses today that are still not re- rebuilt because they didn't obviously have that insurance. And they were like, oh, there's no way a hurricane would come through here and watch it out. Between an expectation uh, of, of, of precedent set, hurricanes hit Florida. That, that's a thing that can happen. It's not a guarantee that it will happen, but it's very likely that hurricanes will hit Florida. Yeah. No one, and I mean no one, Predicted a worldwide pandemic that shut down half the half the world. I, I, yeah. I, I, I and, and, and even then, in that case, I don't think you could insure against. You know, I want to get insurance in case there's a global pandemic. Yeah, but the insurance, <laughs> but the, but the insurance company would even give you that. Yeah, but the the thing is, the language of the contract is it saying specifically about something happening, or is it saying specifically about a cancellation? They, I, I could imagine. Everybody who bought WrestleMania tickets had no clue that they would have to get their tickets refunded by Ticketmaster. I guarantee you 90% of those people were like, there's no way in hell I'm not making it to, to WrestleMania. Hell, a week ago, people were saying, I'm going regardless. And they were going to, and they didn't care how many people was going to be in that stadium, whether it be 
that sit next to somebody sitting around. People were saying, I'm, I bought my ticket and I'm going. So nobody bought a Ticketmaster ticket. And at the end of the day, before you check out where it says, would you like insurance on? Nobody clicked that. I What if that's the same thing Russell <laughs> said? There's so, no way that WrestleMania doesn't happen. It happens every year. There's no way. So why would I get insurance on something that's 100% going to happen? So and let's not forget, insurance isn't just a box you check. You're definitely exactly. buying into it. And that's mm-hmm. extra money that they were like, oh, I'm not going to pay for that because I don't need it. So you got to think about it now. Now, everybody's using this new language, the new normal. So based on this, well, let's take it back a little bit. When in 2011, I think, when in the DMV area, they had an earthquake. And we never have earthquakes in this area. That really changed the landscape of what people do when they buy a house. Like, they have to legit think about when I'm getting insurance, do I have to buy earthquake insurance? Now, the rarity of that happening again, it probably will never happen in our lifetime again. But you always think about, mm, do uh, I need to just get it? Just because oh, I'm sorry, but do I need to get it just because it did happen before? But now we got to think about this as consumers now. Now, as you brought up before, OK, I see that check mark there and I'm thinking I might just go to a local event in D.C. But could the coronavirus or something of similar happen again where I can't go? So you really have to think about what you have to do and prepare for that next time, because people can throw this scenario back in future contracts. Well, you know, this happened before, so you know this can happen again. So you really have to think about protecting yourself if you're a consumer. That's either personal or business of what you need to do in your contract to make sure that language is specific. That if something happens like that, that you can void it or get out of it without having to, you know, pay any debts to whatever you need to do it for. It's a new normal that we're going to do. A hundred percent that if the the long story of what you're saying is that people need to protect themselves because there is nothing impossible at this point. Exactly. exactly. So, so let me, can I chime in as a guy who I can be the dude that says, Hey, I never checked the travel box for insurance or mm-hmm. who doesn't have a lot of experience with insurance. When people are putting policies together, you know, they talk about fire, they're talking about acts of God or acts of nature. Is there not something to cover for pandemics or nope. plague or biblical, whatever you want to call it? Is, is that not commonplace? Yeah, no. I'm pretty Vegas got the cicada, uh, or uh, what? What, what is the other bug? Locust. No, the locust. <laughs> locust claws. <laughs> yeah, but but see, that's the thing. You know, specifically to houses, there's specific things that you can check for flights. There's obviously just that box of saying if you cancel and all these things are listed, can you get out of it? Sure, but I can imagine in a contract that you're building against with Marriott, you know, the biggest hotel and company in the world, industry in the world, that you can say. There's got to be a boss that says, well, you know, you can add an extra 50000 of insurance <laughs> if you decide to can. And these people are looking at each other like, there's no way this is not happening. If I die, somebody else will still take care of it. WrestleMania always has went on for 36 years. There's no way we would add that extra. And you look, you said, the, you said the, the big thing, the mom and pop business. You mm-hmm. think they had that extra money in order to oh. be able to provide that? So this is, and again, and I'll let you, I, I, this is my last comment. You guys can take over. This is why I ultimately feel like they went to social media with this. Because they were just like, oh, shit, we put our foot in our ass. And we don't know what to do now. We mm. need a whole cancel culture to come get this, to make this happen. That's why if you come, if you're talking about a six-figure bill that somebody's trying to, to stick mm-hmm. you with, and you go online talking about it, that means that you know you're wrong and you're trying to get people to advocate for you. No one, I have never seen nobody say, well, shit, I found my claim, I found my taxes wrong, and the IRS audited me, 
and now I owe this much. Let me go on Twitter and everybody <laughs> help me out with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one does that. That's why I'm no like, way. hey, this but here's the thing, though. That's not the same thing. Here, here's the here's the thing, though. You got to think about it. Like you said, in, in, the, in their defense, in, in their defense of this, if it, you get that stuck with that bill for $114,000, and it's Ooh. literally a situation, like they said, where your house is yes. going to have to be sold as your only recourse to m- meet that bill, hell, you're going to throw every Hail Mary you can. And if it means going online and having to uh, see if I can get the cancel culture up in here to help me out, if I get anybody to help me out with this, given the circumstances, shoot, you're going to do it. I can't, I can't fault them for that because at that point, shoot, if you're, if you're in a position where you're going to lose everything, you, you got to throw that Hail Mary. And I, you know, to, to advance the story along, I'm kind of surprised. It only took 24 hours and they managed to get it worked out by the next day with people just blowing up Marriott stuff and asking, you know, Hey, this ain't right. This ain't right. They managed to get it worked out. But I don't know if, if you guys know the detail, what exactly was the difference maker? It, it wasn't the cancel culture thing. It wasn't it all getting blown up like that. What ended up saving Russell Khan's bacon in this situation is the emergency declaration that Governor DeSantis made in Florida that canceled all events for the next 30 days. Mm-hmm. That was the difference maker that got him out of it to where he could be like, hey, we can't come to your hotel. We can't run no events. Mm-hmm. It's an order from the government. It's above us. It ain't mm-hmm. us trying to get out of it. We can't come if we wanted to. That mm-hmm. was the difference maker. So we got a happy ending here, but I can't imagine Luckily. having a couple days there of a six-figure bill hanging over your head. Get <laughs> <laughs> that. I mean, literally, their tweets talking about at 546, not 545. Do you, I don't know if you guys work with anybody that be signing in at weird times like that. That gets under my last scan. Like, dude, you could have signed in at five forty-five. It's 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 okay. But as of as they say in their tweets, at five forty-six update. Thanks to the Marriott West Shore for agreeing to honor um, the the force. I forget how you say this. Majeure is that how you say it? The for, force majeure clause. Yeah, and force not, majeure. Yeah, and and not holding. That's also a, a really good movie. Um, and not holding either of our guests. And WrestleCon responsible for the liquidated damages, um, and as uh, and as Will said, because of the emergency declaration, this is why it's happened. But see, you know, uh, to me, you know, I, I I just think the big lesson learned is that everyone is happy, but you got to handle your business. And here's the end of the day: WrestleCon is just a bigger indie promotion. There's not much rep behind being an indie promoter with being good at business. So I don't think this is far from the same shore of them saying, well, we got more money. We're just, and they just didn't handle it as good as they could have. You're going to run something with that much money and with that much estate, you got to always cross all your boxes. And insurance is a really, really big thing. I mean, like, honestly, there's only X number of convention space in the Tampa area. Tampa isn't a large town, nor is it a, uh, you know, massively like a trade, you know, town. Now, New York is different. They have a shit ton of hotel spaces. So is Vegas. So is San Francisco. So is San Diego. And that's not Tampa. I mean, like, let's let's be honest. Tampa doesn't compete on that level in the event space, uh, you know, for uh, amongst the other major cities. Even Miami. Tampa doesn't compare. So what makes you think that they didn't, as it is in Tampa and not in the Tampa Bay area, 
It's not in St. Petersburg. It's not in Clearwater. It's not in Brandon or Fort Myers. It's in Tampa. So that already narrows the scope of the area. What makes you think that they didn't? Um, and also, they picked the, the hotel near the airport. So they're not even downtown. I mean, they're about two miles from Raymond James Stadium. And, uh, and downtown is about four miles away. But the idea is they picked a random-ass airport hotel. So what makes you think that they didn't actually shop around and see what the other places had for them? They could have been right downtown on Davis Island at the beautiful Embassy Suites. And if you know well, where that is, it's in the middle of everything. Well, it's, this, it's the easy answer. WWE, whenever they run promotion, uh, whenever they run a WrestleMania, there's that proximity of how close another show could be ran to them. That's, that's been the thing for years. So they are probably right outside of where they could be, but conveniently by the airport, which you stated, which is yeah. which is a, which is a, a ploy to me. You know, I'm like, I yeah, hell yeah. That. Because WrestleCon last year in um, was in New Orleans right last year, right? Yeah, was yeah. not in walking yeah, distance. WrestleCon last year, if it, whichever one that was in New Orleans, um, was like literally across the street from the Smoothie King Center. So I don't know how true that is. Hmm. Um, but and then of course other places are irrelevant too because uh, Giant Stadium is is in the middle of nowhere relative to hotel space. Yeah, so, maybe it's maybe it's the maybe it's the proximity of the actual stadium and not just all the WWE stuff. Because any other year, like you know, when we was in Texas, it was like it was in um, what was it in Dallas? Was it in Dallas? It was, was it all the time? Houston, Houston. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Texas. no, I'm saying when we were in Dallas, the stadium was no, in Austin. Russell Tony Kong Brian. was in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, well, so that's yes. something different. But, but the point but, still remains is that WrestleCon probably probably did their level best to get a competent venue and they wind up picking the airport hotel okay cool there's a big ass mall nearby it's the marriott near the airport okay fine but with the every airport um, every hotel's um contract and stuff like that working with their guest services department to, to get them all signed up and they looked over every contract and every clause and every mandate how many of the, those uh, hotels how many of any of them said, well, you know, just we have, you got to check this box just in case um, worldwide uh, pandemic happens. And they went, bah, it'll be fine. Um, if that I, the case, that's exactly what I think that's happened. That's exactly I think, what I think. I think that a lot of these hotels know that they have these, uh, these companies by the balls because they can, they can pigeonhole them into booking the thing because they know that, A, if there is some kind of proximity warning for WWE, then that limits their options. And also, B, there's a finite number of hotels in Tampa, and well, they picked the one by the airport. Not well, Dylan, the, pr the, the price is the price, but you're still going to handle your business. Before you put your ink on that paper, you need to have the best professionals to your left and your right to make sure that it checks out. That's think, their fault. That, that is their fault. That is not, I mean, that, that is, it's, it's less their fault as the more of that's the options that they, that's the hand that they were dealt. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll go with that as well, too. Either way, again, before you before you put that, that, ink on that paper. The hotel. That, that's, that's my whole point is that like whether or not they pigeonhole if, them in the sign of the contract, which is they want to put on the show. They have to put it on somewhere and they only have a three options out of 40 if, because if, the other one is available. So they pick the one and, and the shit hits the fan. That's not their yeah, fault. See, I, see, that's not what I thought your approach was. Your approach is basically saying that you feel like that. Uh, basically, the Marriott uh, picked on the mom and pop store and said, "Oh, we got them easily." 
And they just went forth with their business. They said, look, we got you on this binding con this law binding contract. You sign this, that's what it is. So, you know. But look again, if that's the case, then like it's like Will said, it's a happy ending no matter what. If the Marriott tried to play them and you know, this is what happened and fine. But if the Marriott came as good business people, regardless, and unbiased, <laughs> don't work for Marriott. And I do, but I do know somebody that works for Marriott that does this stuff, actually. And, you know, they're as business-centric as they are, you know, you got to just come correct regardless of what it is. And I think that regardless of this, all independent shows now, and this would include GCW with the collective. Matter of fact, speaking of that, wherever, whatever building that they were running for, what, the, the three nights, I didn't hear them having any problems. Maybe so, they weren't at Marriott. No, maybe they knew how to handle their business. Maybe they knew Maybe. how to add that extra insurance and just case. I, I, who knows? But they had no problem saying, okay, no problem. Well, they've Without also they've postponed. They have not completely canceled. They're still claiming they're going to run. So that might well, be part see, of that. Like, well, we're still going to actually kick in there, yeah. Yeah, but well, either way, they handled their business how they had to. They didn't go online talking about some well, they wouldn't let us do this and they wouldn't let us do that. I mean, as we, as I said many, many times on here, when it comes down to contracts and anything of anything, monetarial, financial, whatever, leave it the hell off Twitter. Handle within your circle. Going online talking about, oh, I got this bill, and now all you wrestle people have no clue what any of this, any of this is about. Wasn't even gonna go in the first place, and then you know we need you to advocate for us. They they they, they called upon their cancel culture people, along with Chris Jericho, who played a really big part in this as well too. And you know they got it done, but I just you know I don't. I think know that's the I know thing. how you feel about that, but that's the way now. If to get a groundswell of people of support to say, "Woe is me! Look at me! I'm the victim against the big bad corporation." Social media. Social media is the way to go about that to build that publicity and that groundswell to get the big bad to kind of cave to your demands. So I don't fault WrestleCon for doing that because you had to use what you got. They weren't about to go out of business to get hit with that six-figure bill like we were saying before. Exactly. So what do you got? You don't got lawyers. You don't got money. You got people. It was was a Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. And that's what they did. And it won. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's all we got for the Flaming Hot Topic uh, show for tonight. Um, quickly, guys, any other closing remarks before we wrap this up? I'm really sad I'm not going to be able to see, like we said before, the Gray Sweatpants Battle Royal or Effie's Big Gay Brunch because that would have been hella hilarious. Only two well shows I were really excited for, to be honest. Same. So, and, and plus and, for it. And we don't get to hear people, compl- you know, talk about the clusterfuck at Janela's. That's the yeah. w- another thing that I'm kind of sad about. <laughs> yeah, and also handle your fucking business. That's that's my comment. <laughs> or whoever it is, handle your business. That's 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 it. All right. Anybody else got anything derogative they want to say? Or did I say enough for you? All right, but well, then I, I'll do it. <laughs> Go ahead, Salas. That was about to say we're all clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I would do it again, guys. Thank you so much for uh, subscribing to our Patreon. Look forward to more content uh, because, hell, with the coronavirus happening, we all got a hell of a lot of time right now. So uh, stay tuned for a lot more stuff to come on. And as always, stay tuned for our weekly episode each and every Thursday on our um, all audio streaming uh, platforms, wherever you get your podcast needs at for that. But until then, I'll let you guys later.